You're listening to the weekly Parsha podcast with Ari Goldwag, recorded with Hashem's never ending assistance in Ramah Bechim and Shizra 5781, 2020. This week's Parsha is Parsha's Noach, and we have the story, the difficult story of Noach. In his generation, he was a tzaddik. The people of his generation were not. Hashem destroyed with the flood the entire generation, saving Noach and the animals. Noach and his wife, his three sons, their wives. And they came out of the ship after a year and they brought Karbanis. Here's the Pasuk. Parakhes, Pasuk Chaf, 8th chapter, verse 20. Noach built an altar to Hashem. He brought all the different animals that were pure, all of the different birds that were pure. He brought them as oilis sacrifices. Hashem smelled this good smell that came from the sacrifices. Hashem God said to his heart, I will not continue to bring about this curse on the earth. Because of the person, the, the way of a person, the inclination of a person is evil from his youth. I'm not going to destroy all of the living creatures as I have done. And the Pesach in uh, verse 22 says, This is a verse I want to focus in on. And on the Medrash that speaks about this verse. All of the days of the earth, there shall be planting and harvesting. There shall be cold and heat. There shall be summer and winter. Day and night. They will not rest. Meaning there will always be cycles. There will always be cycles in the earth, in the world. Hashem promised that even though, according to one explanation of the Medrash, even though the cycle stopped during the Mabel, during the flood, but the cycles would forever continue. That was the promise Hashem made, and He wouldn't destroy the world. He wouldn't stop all of the cycles. He wouldn't allow such great destruction to occur again. Now I'd like to share with you a medrash which is really profound, unbelievable medrash. A few very interesting points. And the depth of what we can learn from these points certainly applies to all of us. Brings the Pasuk, all the days of the earth, shall be planting, harvesting, etc. Amar Rabbi says, what was the statement of HaKadosh Baruch Hu? Why did Hashem speak about the cycles? What was He talking about? Amar Rabbi Hashem said, you know, what was it that caused the people of the world to, to defy me, to rebel against me? It's because they would plant and they wouldn't harvest. We'll see soon what that means. They would have children, they would never bury their children. From now on, we're going to have planting and harvesting, and we're going to have people who, heaven forbid, bury their children. What is the idea of, of, of this? What is the idea here? 
So I'm actually going to read the Medrash out of order because the second part of the Medrash, I'm going to come back to something in the middle soon. The second part of the Medrash explains the first part. It says here, same, same statement. It's because they would plant and they would not harvest. What does that mean? An amazing thing. It used to be before the flood, something awesome. You would plant once every 40 years. The harvest of that planting wouldn't be necessary. Why do we harvest? Because we need to take in a lot because we need, we need to, before, before the rains come, before the crops are ruined. That wasn't the case. Before the mabel, before the flood. They would plant and the crops would remain in the field accessible, undamaged, for 40 years, it wasn't necessary to plant more than once in 40 years. Something very interesting. I think this is what it means. I'm, I may be mistaken, but I believe this is what it means. They had the ability, in a moment, to traverse the entire earth, to go from one side of the earth to another side of the earth. Not like today, where you actually have to take a plane. Not like... 100 years to 200 years ago where you had to actually walk or take a boat they could instantly perhaps this is the Pshar, I believe it is they could instantly transport from one side of the earth to another side some kind of spiritual technology they had such awesome power that they could when they were walking along they could kick a, a cedar tree and it would just be knocked down like a piece of wood, like a little splinter. And when they would see lions or tigers, they would be just like having a, a little hair on their skin. According to a different gear, so like having a, uh, a, uh, a bug. They were like bugs. What's the idea? They had good air, the same air that we have. What's the best time of the year? From Pesach until Shavuos, which is very interesting. We've spoken about it in the past, in past podcasts. I don't think I'm going to get into it here. But between Pesach and Shavuos is the perfect season, from Passover to Shavuos, to Pentecost. It's the perfect season, those 50 days. That's how it was all year, all year round. It was an awesome time. It was an awesome time to live before the flood. Everything was perfect. You didn't have to do too much work. You could travel in a moment to wherever you wanted. Nothing to be afraid of as far as wild animals. And and that's what it means. Zerin, it wasn't necessary to harvest. You'd leave the stuff out in the field. You could take whatever you wanted whenever you wanted because the the seasons didn't change. The seasons were always the same. It was always Beautiful weather. The weather was always perfect. The crops would never get ruined. You plant once every 40 years. And in a similar vein, people would never have a child who was born that would die in their own lifetime. It would never happen. Just like the crops wouldn't get ruined, a person plants a seed as a child, so to speak, that child lasts throughout his lifetime, doesn't die before he dies. No such thing as premature death in those times. But says the Medrash, this was what caused, what caused him to rebel. It was too good. 
It was too good. Life was too easy for them. Here, back to the middle of the Medjish. There was a certain person, one of the great people of the generation. A certain story happened. He had a headache. This time, Rabbi Shmuel Bar Nachman Hoya, Oimer. No, those who say it was Rabbi Shmuel Bar Nachman, he would say, "Chame ma avad lan dar de mabul." He said, "Look what's been done to us by the generation of the flood, before the times of the flood, before the sinning of man, which caused the destruction of the world, not just the destruction of the world, but the destruction of the world as it was, as they knew it. It was a perfect world. People didn't get sick. People didn't die prematurely." No changes of seasons. Everything was awesome. You had what you need. Yes, it was not like being in the Garden of Eden. where you, In the Garden of Eden, you didn't have to do any work. All you did was pray, and the fruit would pop out. They had to do some work, but not very often. It wasn't, there wasn't sickness, no headaches, no problems. What caused the world that we see now? What caused the world of premature deaths, of shortened lifespans? In those times they lived before the flood, Eight, nine hundred years. What caused the fact that man's life could maximum be 120? It was the sin of the generation of the flood. That's what the Medjish says, an unbelievable thing. And uh, the result was that now things are not that way. So what's the pshat? What is the idea behind this? What is the Medjish coming to teach us? What is the message before I say something which is profound, which of course we can all take to heart, before I say that the depth of it is that when things are good, when things are smooth, when a person doesn't have problems, so what's the result? The result is that this is what causes them to rebel against Hashem. This is what causes them to disconnect, detach themselves from their relationship with HaKadosh Baruch with God. When a person detaches from Hashem, what is the result? The result is a mabul. The result is a flood, a destruction of the world. That world of perfection, that world, that wonderful world, where it's always, it's always the springtime. It's always between spring and summer, not too hot, not too cold. It creates problems. Ha- having such a world, we end up in trouble. We end up being boyet b'boyroi. Rebelling against our Creator. Rebelling against our Creator. So what does Hashem do? Hashem, as unfortunately explained, Hashem brings into the world a new concept. This new concept is called, this new concept is called, there's such a thing as premature death. There's such a thing as sickness of having a headache. There's such a thing as seasons changing. Right, that's the Pshat and the Pasuk. Now, they'll be planting and they'll be harvesting. You can't leave your crops out there for 40 years. You have to harvest it. Otherwise, the rain is going to ruin it when it starts to rain. It's not just everything comes in its time. The rain comes when it's supposed to rain. Things grow and then it just stays there in the field available for us to cut whenever we want. Not so. There's cold. There's heat. There's summer. There's winter. There's seasons. There's day. There's night. There was day and night before, but there's cycles. What is the purpose of the cycles? The purpose of the cycles is for us to connect to Hashem. When there's no cycles, says the Medrash, says the Psukim really, 
as the Medrash explains them, when there's no cycles, when there's no ups and downs, when, there's, when life is perfect, we disconnect from Hashem. We don't have that relationship. We don't have, we, we just, no, everything's great. Everything's perfect. I don't need to ask Hashem for anything. Oh, that's all right, Hashem. I found, the, I found the parking spot. You don't have to help me. When everything's great, that's where we get in trouble. What does Hashem do? Hashem brings a world, brings about a world which has challenges, difficulties, un, very unpleasant situations. Every single one of us has found ourselves in situations which, which are unpleasant. But what's it about? It's about a tikkun. It's about a tikkun. It's about recognizing that when things are good, we forget about who's really in charge. When the money is flowing, when, when all the things are good, when everyone's healthy, when everyone's happy, we take it for granted. That's what the message is telling us. We take it for granted. But what does Hashem do? Hashem wants us to wake up. And that's the purpose of the challenges. That's the purpose of the sicknesses. That's the purpose of the viruses, the pandemics. That's the purpose of challenges, of, of cycles. It's important to remember. It's very interesting, you know, before the pandemic, so it's, it's known that one of the previous presidents, the one who was a president from the year 2000 to 2008, so he, he had his staff constantly alert and aware of the fact that there could be a pandemic. Why? Because it's known that every hundred years, it's the kind of thing that happens. A hundred years ago, there was a pandemic. The Spanish flu, and here we have it again with Corona. There are cycles in the world. How could they know that every hundred years something like this happens? Hashem imbued into nature. There's planting and there's harvesting. There's cold, there's heat. You know, my Rosh Hashiva, Rabbi Per mentions often, I've heard it often because I've heard some of this here more than once, but it used to be, when he was young, they were afraid that there was going to be an ice age that was approaching. The, the, the weather pattern seemed to be heading towards cold. And now we're talking, now they're talking about, you know, global warming. You know, maybe it's getting cold, maybe it's getting hot, maybe it's our fault, maybe it's not, maybe it's a cycle. But the bottom line is that the cycle, what's the purpose of the cycle? What's the purpose of the up and down? What's the purpose of the challenges, the difficulties, the sicknesses in the world? The purpose of it is for us to daven Tashem. To reconnect to God. To reconnect to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That's, that's what Noach does here. What, why is it that the first thing that he does, as we saw at the beginning of the podcast, is that he brings a korban. He brings a sacrifice. Why does he do that? It could be we could say, this is, I'm just thinking about this as we speak. It could be that we could say, why is he bringing the sacrifices? Because he recognized that this destruction... This destruction was caused by a disconnect from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And as we step out into the new world, into a world where we're starting anew, we're starting a new world, we're starting anew, I need to recognize what was missing previously and establish for myself at the beginning where I want to be and what I want to do. And, I, and it has to do with connecting to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. It has to do with recognizing I was disconnected. And now I need to start a new world with Sacrifice with a sacrifice, with a pure animal, with an animal that has characteristics of purity, of spirituality, of kedusha, 
of holiness. That's where I go. And then Hashem says, you know, it's interesting. Hashem immediately after that says, I can't. He smells the smell, so to speak. What is the idea? Hashem recognizes, look, this is the way. I gotta, I gotta do things. In order for man to wake up, they have to go through difficulties. They have to go through challenges. This is the way that things have to be. So Hashem says, I'm not going to cause such massive destruction. I don't need to cause such massive destruction of the whole world. I'm going to make a system where there's ups and downs, where there's sowing and reaping, where there's summer and there's winter, where there's hot and there's cold and there's day and there's night, and the cycles go up and the cycles go down. That's how we experience life and our relationships with others. Sometimes we're in love. Sometimes we're not in love. Sometimes we need to be committed to our love in order to remain in love. That's, that's what this medrash is teaching us. And that's the lesson I believe that I take out of this parsha, and I think it's so deep and so powerful and so important. And we look around and we have these questions. Why is HaKadosh Baruch Hu doing this to the world? Why is Hashem making such difficulties? Why, is he, why does it seem to be that the from communities, the Orthodox communities are being singled out not just by the governments, but we're the ones who are who bore the brunt at the beginning in the New York area, Orthodox Jews in the, in Europe, and today it seems to be in the Haredi areas, etc. Why is it? What's the message? It's a message for us. It's a message for us because we're the ones who are supposed to listen. We're the ones who have the relationship, and we have even fallen out of that relationship. We have fallen out. We've forgotten who's the one in charge of our parnasa. Hashem says, hold on a second, I'm going to pull back a little bit on that. Let's see, do you call out to me? I'm the one who's going to help you with your panasa, but I need you to ask for it. Who's the one in charge of our health? I'm going to make things a little difficult in the health department. I want you to ask for it. Don't depend on a vaccine. Don't depend on your governments. Don't depend on the masks. Don't depend on everything. Depend on me, Hashem is saying to us. Call out to me, ask me for help. Have a relationship with me. That's the purpose of these cycles. I want to bless you and ask you to bless me. Hashem should help us. And we should be able to recognize what's going on. We should be able to recognize and understand that the challenges and the difficulties that we face are all awesome opportunities to re-enter into a true relationship with Hashem. Thank you so much for, for, thank you so much for listening. Have a wonderful Shabbos. This podcast was made possible through the gracious donations of listeners like you. For more podcasts like this, please visit www.arigoldwag.com or search on iTunes, Ari Goldwag.